Uh, there's going to be some heavy editing going on. I'm just going to start recording. Here we are for D&D and Steve, a completely noob attempt at a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons, uh, mostly because I've wanted to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons with uh, people from the Can We Just Be Friends Facebook group, which has a podcast, if you're wondering, for a while now. And uh, since we're playing over the internet, I figured I'd record it for posterity. With me, I've got Jenny Grant, Andrew Schwartz, Lindsay Busco, and Jason Ultrop. So I guess in that order, why don't we introduce ourselves and talk a little bit about the character you've made? Well, I'm Jenny. Um, made a uh, cleric uh, of life domain. Yeah, good. Uh, still haven't picked out a deity, so I need to do that next. <laughs> no problem. Andrew? Also don't have... You also don't have what? I said also don't have a name. Oh, no name? No name McGee, we call her. <laughs> <laughs> so my character is Oh Pretty Rock Boy. I couldn't figure out a cool race. I just went with human because I'm like, well, whatever. Uh, I realized when I was writing his backstory where he's going to be like basically street rattling in the streets, I'm writing basically Aladdin. So... <laughs> Just think of my character as Aladdin, and you understand where I'm coming from. He's a criminal. Like an, like an Irish thief. Aladdin. All right, just just breaking off hunks of bread in the street and feeding them to your monkey. So so what of puffy pants? <laughs> <laughs> well, his entire lower half of the body is just like a big nut sack. <laughs> Parachute pants, oh pretty. Ooh, a very stylish one. <laughs> All right, we got the stylish one of the group. Uh, Lindsay, what did you make? Uh, I made a. Uh, a barbarian, a dwarf barbarian. She has no name yet, but when I was making her, I realized that I was essentially making uh, a Calamity Jane. <laughs> she was portrayed in Deadwood. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> very angry. Alright, so this will be like an R++ rated podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Fine with that. But, uh, but yeah, um, Jason and I went over, because um, our characters are going to be or related or have grown up together, so okay. we, we kind of collaborated on a background story. Nice. Um, and she she has anger issues. Uh, I think Jason will go into it a little bit more, um, but uh, for reasons. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. She's 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 built to be a tank. Um, I mean, might have a drinking problem. <laughs> um, also, definitely anger issues. <laughs> nice. Awesome. That's cool. Right. There there will be taverns. All right. So I have made a dwarven fighter, which, uh, is, uh, as Lindsay mentioned, uh, these two are related. Uh, I chose this as a fighter, uh, as a, a kind of a controlled version of, uh, of what she is. Mm -hmm. Yet another tank, but, uh, but one that uh, employs a little bit more finesse. Uh, the... Uh, I guess the backstory more or less would be that they uh, grew up together in a, uh, uh, let's just say a convent or, you know, uh, run by, run by female dwarves that uh, ended up uh, kicking us out as my character male reached major majority and she, she followed along. So <laughs> a little too rambunctious. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the way that uh, that it played out was that uh, ha had uh, this character been female, they would have gladly kept uh, kept me on and and booted uh, booted her out. The only reason I would stay was uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. 
All right, I don't know if if you guys wanted to just kind of get going. We should probably have names if we're going to do that. <laughs> yes. Maybe. I mean... <laughs> well, and it is probably good that we're all, all together doing that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So we've got a uh, cleric. Uh, Jenny, do you know kind of... Uh, so you said light life domain or light? Yeah. Life domain? Yeah, a healer. Okay, fair enough. So kind of... Kind of smacking of Merle Hightower, High Church, High Tower a little bit. Do you know if you want to go like actual religious deity, or did you have a fantasy world in mind? Uh, deity I picked out was uh, Saloon, the Goddess of the Moon. Okay. The standard D and D deity. Okay. I don't know what everybody else was thinking. If you want to be from the Forgotten Realms, that's fine. Um, I don't think the rest of you really need. To concern yourselves with deities over much with a barbarian, a rogue, and a fighter. Yeah, my guy doesn't believe in anything. Doesn't he believe he's, he's a nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> Are they gonna hurt us, Walter? No, Donnie, they're nihilists. All right, that's fine. I guess we can uh, sort of step into it. What's going to happen is the four of you—you uh, you don't know each other. You have been grouped together into sort of a barren, empty white room. And in front of you is a towering sort of behemoth, and um, what I want what I want you to visualize is sort of elephant feet, scaled skin, bulging with muscles, the upper torso of basically a Balrog. He's got fiery eyes. Uh, however, he's wearing a button-up, sort of lightly striped shirt. He's got a tie on. He's got those half-spec. Uh, bifocals and a clipboard and when you just kind of pop up like you don't the last thing you remember is maybe like going to sleep uh, you just kind of pop up and he's obviously waiting for you and he looks up from his his clipboard and he peers over his glasses at you and he says very well welcome to the try and he's obviously rattling off something that he's read a million times and he couldn't be more bored welcome to the trial you will find yourself tested to the limits of your abilities if you wish to issue a challenge now you may all who do say i if you do not you may ask your questions otherwise we will continue to the first room and he looks up at you expectantly those are pretty sweet shades <laughs> and he just, he just kind of like rolls his eyes a little bit and thank you now, shall we proceed, or do you wish to test your might against me? What happens if we test our might against you? I suppose you'll have to wait and find out. And he sort of, like, ripples his shoulders a little bit, which are just solid muscle. So he pumps, is what you're telling me. He looks like he is going to rip you apart. But he Oops. might not. So, I mean, like, you're, you're free to do whatever you want. You can look around, you can ask him some more questions. He obviously wants you to go do something. What else is in the room? There's, no there's, there, there's nothing else in the room. There's a door behind him. There's actually, now that you look, there's a little shelf above his right shoulder. Uh, but there's a little shelf and a door. And hit this gigantic fire-eyed monster with a clipboard. Do I have all of my stuff, or is there? Yeah, you've so so you've got you know your level one equipment. Yeah. Okay. So, so they not... didn't go through our stuff. No, you you magically appeared. But the last thing we remember is falling asleep. Yeah, I mean, like theoretically, if you sleep in the nude, you might need to spend a few seconds, you know, getting red dressed and ready. But everything that a level one character would have is there with you. 
So, uh, let's go on a few guys. Every time I pinch the person next to me. <laughs> you reach out and pinch the person next to you? Alright. So I think... Oh, you know what? I don't think we ever actually settled on names. <laughs> no, we didn't! Oh, <laughs> like, figure out what my name's gonna be this whole time. <laughs> so, uh... I want to ask the rock guy in front of us, does he have our names on the clipboard? And he, <laughs> and he looks down and he says, No, that's the next step. <laughs> <laughs> the next step? Yeah. How All many right. steps are there? <laughs> and he, he looks down at the clipboard and he says... At least three. It's one too many steps. It's one me. too many steps. <laughs> so he says, uh, why don't you just start by introducing yourselves? Hi, and, my and, name and, is Pretty Rock Boy, and I'm here to party. And he and he starts scribbling down on his clipboard, oh, Pretty Rock Bottom. Boy! Rock, uh, rock Boy. Thank you. All right. And then he looks over at the uh, the dwarf fighter expectantly. Sorry, he looks at the hill dwarf next. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the hill dwarf uh, who probably is a fighter. He can't be certain yet. The the, the one with the longer beard. The one with the longer beard. <laughs> oh God. Um. Let's just go with a with the name Finn. Finn. And he writes down F N two four one seven. Hey, it's a Star Wars joke. No, he writes down. Yes. Fi- he writes down Finn. All right, and now he's going to look at the hill dwarf with a shorter beard. The name's Tholga. Thol- Who the fuck are you? <laughs> what, what is this? You may address me by the name Clade. That's what Clade with an E. I'm a Clade. You want to move out of the way? This. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he kind of looks at... He, so he looks at Operty and he says, Fuck this, eh? And you are going to have to roll a constitution save. Oh, shit. <laughs> well... Do you have dice? How yes, do do I, I do. We can. If you need me to roll a, a dice for you, I can totally do yes, that. Roll my dice. I'm very excited to see what and, I get. Oh, no. You rolled a whopping four. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so you rolled a four, and your constitution modifier is a what? Let's see. I got plus two. <laughs> so for a grand total of six. All right, so you inexplicably get blasted backwards into the rear wall, and you're going to take... Oof. You're... <laughs> No, you're not going to take that much. That's mean. You're going to take one point of force damage. So I hit my head against the wall, basically, and just yep. like... and you, you, uh, you're just in shock a little bit. Like, you're not sure what just happened, but you got blasted. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> and he just... T- he tosses his head back and laughs. <laughs> oh, you've got balls. I'll give you that. He's still... All right, and he looks back over at the cleric. You stare at him. You just stare at him, and he he sort he starts tapping his clipboard a little bit. What is your name? Athea. 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 You are. I'm glad you asked. You are here to perform work for the master. You will be sent on trials and adventures, the likes of which you have never been seen. And when you are done, you will know it when you find it. You will return here and offer up the item. Big. Well. Yeah, about that. It's uh, about that. There's only one group who's ever passed a trial, so not looking good for your immediate long-term survivability. However, you should feel honored. You are among the strongest in the multiverse, and you've been selected to go on this adventure. But there's, like, money in this, right? And he kind of... You're going to have to roll... Um, uh, What is it? 
Perception. Okay. I don't even know what my perception is. Uh, that's okay. wisdom. Okay. Uh, that's a ten. That's a ten. Which is a double right. digit. <laughs> I will have you know. <laughs> did, did you add your like wisdom modifier like to it? A straight roll. Yeah, that's a zero. Okay. That's... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that that's okay. That's just enough to see his R's his R's his eyes dart to the side briefly, and he says, "Yes, there is money." How much money? <laughs> enough. Let's go. And he opens the door and starts. Wa- <laughs> he starts walking down a hallway. I think he tired of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ow. I do have a I do have a question for him. All right. Uh, he, uh, he's he he can still hear you. He's walking down the hallway, but he can hear you. Uh, well, what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of, his his ears, he's got cow ears. His ears flick a little bit and he says, I've never heard of such a thing. How should I know? Good enough. <laughs> Cereal. Cereal? <laughs> I just said in the background, Cereal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, so are you guys following him or... Are you yeah, just gonna we'll, t- talk I mean, amongst we yourselves? No there's nowhere else to go, right? Is there? No, there's no. Look, that's that room is empty. All right, so following this guy, I guess. All right, this room's boring. Let's go. Okay, so uh, white all over now. It's a little bit red of my blood. <laughs> so you are gonna be super excited to see that he leads you to another door, and it opens up onto a room with a whole bunch of crap inside it, and he stands there with the door open, and he says. If you can pass this test, we'll know that you are capable adventurers who can be sent to another world to obtain miraculous items. Uh, I expect you to finish this in no more than 30 minutes. In you go. Okay. Look around the room. Yeah. What's, what's uh, going on here? Okay, uh, hold on. We've got a question from uh, the cleric. I, I look, at the, look at the big guy and I'm like, how do I get off this mailing list? I'm really concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, this is an exclusive offer. You really don't want to get off the mailing list, trust me. This is this doesn't sound great. This is the high <laughs> This is the highest of honors. You 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 are among the select few to be picked. And yeah, where's the HR? He's here? he's like, definitely the... he's definitely <laughs> reading off the clipboard now. <laughs> like he, he he really just wants to get you in that room. Oh, okay. All right, let's just go in the room. I'm going to get out of here. All right, so in the room, uh, it sort of clicks shut behind you. In the room, there is an umbrella stand containing an umbrella. There is a painting on the wall. There is a bookshelf covered in books. There is a nice settee or sofa on another wall. And that is what you see. There. Oh, and the, the door behind you, there is a little skeleton key lock set under the doorknob. And you hear a as it locks. I run to the bookcases and start throwing books off the shelf. You start throwing. All right, so there are books flying around the room, and the rest of you are going to have to make dexterity saves. No, you're not. You're fine. They're just books. I start picking up the books behind him and putting them back on the Put shelf. Back. All right, there are books flying back onto the shelf, and Andrew, you're going to have to make a dexterity. No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll do uh, do a bit of a investigation. All right. Uh, search around the walls of the room, which uh, uh, stone walls or what's the? This is like um, I, not stucco, but uh, sort of just your generic. Um, uh, not not drywall because they didn't masonry. have that masonry. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just a plain whitewashed wall. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I'll roll for it anyways and see. What All right. Investigate. I'm gonna get. 
Yes, uh, 15, and then uh, masonry, I guess, would... Does that count as stonework? If so, it I does get it, a bonus. It does okay, count as stonework. So, uh, 17. 17. 17 All, right. All right, so there's uh, something looks a little bit odd about the way the bricks are laid out around the bookshelf. But as a result of your investigation, you're also... You're really interested in that umbrella. Looks like it doesn't right. quite belong here. Okay. What's the, what's, what's the kind of the handle? What's the handle look the, the, like? Uh, the handle looks more like a sword handle. You know what? Uh, I'm going to actually uh, give my uh, give my dwarf companion a nudge. Uh, hey, you uh, you're good with traps. You're pretty good at uh, getting out of them if you happen to spring them. So you want to go grab that? So uh, Tholga goes um, and takes a closer look at the umbrella and the um, umbrella stand. All right, so it's just a plain ceramic stand with uh, what looks like an umbrella sticking out of it. There's no obvious catches or machinery inside it. It's just stuck there in the stand. Okay, so then Tholga's going to attempt to pull the umbrella out of the stand. All right, so you pull a shining silver sword out of the umbrella stand, and you have claimed the sword. Sweet. Yep. Nice. Birdie oh, says nice too. <laughs> oh, sorry, what was that? I said while they're doing that, Althea's gonna search the bookshelf and see if there's anything interesting. All right. So, I mean, are you just like looking at random books, or what? Like, how are you? Are you rolling investigate? What are you doing? Uh, going through the titles, seeing if uh, any of the titles are notable. Okay. So yeah, there, there. It's got. It's kind of an eclectic set of works. There's uh, some zoological almanacs. There are some uh, novels. There's a couple encyclopedia issues. But it's like A through K and P through R for some reason. And then like there's an entire row that's just magazines. But nothing really leaps out at you about just the contents. Okay. So, so we don't know what there's fetishes. You no, know, it's it seems like it's a pretty broad fetish, if anything. I can, I can relate. <laughs> can I do an can I do an investigation uh, check on those Mad magazines or to, on those magazines? <laughs> on those mad mad mag- magazines All right, so it's, it's Sergio Aragone. No. Figure out the pun. Oh, there, there is a great collection of Sergio Aragone cartoons in there. So okay. you have lucked oh. out. Uh, I'm and, gonna start uh, uh, folding uh, the backs of some of those magazines. <laughs> 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 the all ID <laughs> Describe describe the fold ins. Describe the fold ins. Alright. Uh yep, there's a hidden message in there that's uh vague it's some sort of political commentary on a place you've never heard of. So uh yeah, the the magazines are, you know, a little bit random as well. Some are funny, some are just informative like Scientific American. There's there's no pertinent information that'll help you get out of the room in there. It was that? Uh, did you roll and investigate for that? Folga did not. Folga did not. Okay. Uh, why don't you all? What? What? Tell me your passive perceptions. Uh, I think mine was ten. Yeah, ten. ten. Okay. Oh, nope. zero. Straight ten. Straight ten. It's ten for Folga too. Ten. Oh, Purdy's not a very perceptive person. <laughs> We are lacking in wisdom. All right, that's okay. That's okay. You hear, you hear sort of a weird clicking sound, and then. As if a little bit muffled, uh, you hear Clade's voice come in from somewhere, and it says, Check out the sofa. And it clicks off again. I think we should check out the sofa. <laughs> oh, sounds like a good plan. Investigate uh, upholstery. In- investigate I start, I start looking under the sofa cushions. All right, so the sofa cushions, like, come right off, and what's odd is the arms also come off, and it looks like you can reposition this sofa kind of however you want 
like into a sofa fort, maybe. Yay! It's a Let's make a sofa man. You make a sofa man. <laughs> a sofa yeah. golem. All right, all right. Sofa golem is uh, standing up against the uh, western wall of the room, and he looks pretty serene because sofa man is doesn't actually have any feelings or opinions about anything. He's very comfortable in he, himself. Oh, he's super. Yeah. He is super chill. Super chill. Go and hug him. You're going hug. All right. He's very soft. Yep. <laughs> Superman is hugged. Superman. Sofa man is hugged. When you think about it, Sofa man and Superman are one the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So actually, I'm going to uh, for the couch cushions. I guess I'll investigate. I, mm-hmm. I I want to squish them to see if there's any uh, any keys or any other hardware that I wouldn't expect to find it within a sofa uh no there is not but as you're sort of manipulating them like you pick up two at the same time and you kind of see the rest of the room between two sofa cushions you notice that there's only one blue book on the entire bookshelf every other book is a different color all right so let's go find out how much a car's worth (laughs) all right so the blue book comes down but it doesn't really come off the bookshelf like a book would and oh, you are now holding a bookcase you are now holding a crowbar oh yay that's not exciting well which, which is actually kind of funny because i already have one in my gear but that's that it, this is a magic crowbar. <laughs> this is a magic crowbar this is All a right. crowbar that used to be a book okay a crow book. Okay, so crowbar. What uh, what other features of this room have we? So, if you remember, you noticed that the bricks don't line up super well around the bookshelf. All right, this is a job for a dwarf. Let's get at her. Let's start so prying we, uh, away at the bricks. All right, so so you set the crook of the crowbar behind the bookshelf, and it starts to lever away, and you see an opening behind the bookshelf. That is just a vertical shaft going straight down. Uh, dark light. Dark. Yep. There. It's it's pretty dark. You can kind of see the bottom, but you probably don't want to just jump. Does our cleric happen to have uh, the light cantrip prepared, or is that part of your list? Uh, I don't think I have it. Okay. Uh, well, I have dark vision, so I'm good there. We only have one human, right? Yeah, I'm the yeah. I'm the human. Human. <laughs> human. Okay, so I have uh, I have sixty foot uh, range on my dark vision, so I can mm-hmm. see. You can see the that, yeah, yeah. You can see the bottom of the. Uh, and I also have all my gear, so I have a hey, fifty feet of rope, so I can mm-hmm. drop down. Or actually, does anybody else have have a length of their rope? No, mm-hmm. I, I was looking around. I have a thieves kit. That's pretty much it. Uh, thieves kit probably should include it. I just checked. That's not. I got. Uh, not, no, I, I, I just want to things. remind you guys that you did loot another unusual object in this room. A sword. An S-word? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go and I cut the rope. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no one's going down there this time. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, what can, what can I do with a sword? I can poke things. Cut, um... cut the hell out of the couch cushion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna... Fuck that couch up. I'm gonna fuck up this uh, this golem. This... All right, so so um, sofa man had a long life. So, sofa man uh, is like he's definitely sort of starting to crumble apart a little bit, but uh, your umbrella is not cutting him like you'd expect. How so? How so? Well, because it's an umbrella. Oh, maybe use the umbrella as a shield when you go down, just in case. Oh, 
There we go. Okay. We can, okay. <laughs> we we can do the penguin down down the shaft. Okay, who's doing the, you penguin? the penguin voice when you go down to? <laughs> <laughs> who's doing the penguin down the shaft? Let's see. Well, you have dark Ro- vision, don't you? I do, but you are the rogue, so you probably have the best dexterity if it's not a uh, perfect. I landing. do have very good dexterity. Mm-hmm. Yes, you you will. You I can will be die. quite flexible. Wink, yeah, and you have the you have the loosest pants too. I think. Well, yeah, those yeah, parachute pants. Hey, it's a natural. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> All right, okay. who wants to lower me down? Are you taking the sword? Yeah, I'm going to give the sword uh, over um... to Operty. Yep. So All, right. All right, Operty, you uh, sort of like a debonair rogue that you are. You flash your sword through the air, and it opens up into a nice Mary Poppins-esque umbrella, and you slow fall to the bottom of the shaft. There we go. I say, this looks like quite the mess I got myself into. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> All right, so that's your catchphrase. <laughs> make sure you make sure you have that written down somewhere. Looks like quite the mess I got myself into. <laughs> When you get down, when you get down to the bottom, you kind of look around uh, to your right. You hear just sort of a gentle little. <clears throat> I look to my right, right. and say hello. So, Operty, you to your right, you see a sort of miniaturized, maybe halfling-sized clown. It's got curly red hair, bright no. red and yellow no. Uh, no. jumpsuits. No, I don't. Gigantic. Do I don't yes, you do. Oh, yes, you it's do. Not down here. Uh, hello, I am. I'm Drubert. I'm Drubert the clown. And you're okay. du- you're in my you're in my space, so it'd be great if you could you know tell me what the hell's oh. going on. Uh, I'm here to find something, and I trust me, I want to get out of the space as much as you you're, want me out. You're so. here. You're here to find something. Give me huh? something, please. I I got, dude. You're gonna have to tit for tat. All right. I need I need some to give some. What do you want? What, well, so I, I well I I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm. Uh, I'm not the greatest clown around. I'm I'm missing my clown nose. So if you got a clown nose laying around, I could I could probably make a make a trade. Oof, boy! I yell upstairs like, "Hey, does anyone have something like big and red that can throw in this disgusting thing?" <laughs> and, and he's like, "I heard that." No, you didn't. Shut up. I I super did. Sure you did. I use deception. I use deception. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a deception roll. Can you roll that for me? Please? All right, here we go. And that is an eight. What's your charisma? Uh, my I have fifteen plus two, and I have plus four to deception. Plus four to de- so you got a twelve. And he's like, oh, I can. I, I guess maybe I heard it. I don't know. Whatever. That's right. That's right. Does anyone have anything <laughs> to throw in this clown thing? I'm gonna what? take another look through. Can I can I start using my axe on <laughs> on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so you don't have to you don't have to attack Couchman. He's totally innocent. But uh, you you do notice that uh, there's an object you haven't really given much thought to yet, and that's the painting. I'm gonna go look at the painting. All right. So so the painting is is just marvelous work. It is incredible. Um, your eyes are drawn to it as soon as you start investigating it. You can't pull your eyes away because it's four dogs playing a card game, and it's incredible. <laughs> well, yep, you can you can see them. One of them is obviously winning. He's got all of the chips. Uh, the other ones are looking a little bit surly. Uh, you can see some of their hands, and then behind them is a bar serving up whatever kind of Manhattan or martini that uh, dogs drink. A Shirley Temple. A Shirley Temple, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Milk, yep. Can we it's a bowl lift of milk it off of the wall? You absolutely can. Behind, uh, behind the painting is a wall safe 
with a standard tumbler lock. Oof, I really should have been up there. <laughs> I wish we had a rogue. Um, Jeez, splitting the party awesome. early. Well, what's the clown doing next to me? Is the, he doing anything? No, he's just kind of sitting and, sitting expectantly, and he's kind of forlornly brushing his nose, his you know, with his finger a little bit, just. <sighs> Obviously, exposed. Yep. <laughs> yep. I just, you know, I just feel a little naked without it. I don't know what happened to it. I don't like you using the word naked, so please stop, clown. I just, I just feel a little bit unclothed. Please find it <laughs> quick. Under. Operty, Operty is getting increasingly stressed out down here. Uh, so let's take a look at the uh, hands uh, on the uh, on the painting. Okay. Is there any yep. set of set of uh, cards that would actually translate into? Sure. You see the Ace of Spades, of course, the Two of Hearts, and the Seven of Clubs. All right. Uh, okay. So the sorry, the uh, lock is a combination lock. Yep. Or did I mishear that? Nope, it's a combination lock. It's uh, the, okay. the, the the standard spinny, you know, left, right, left, okay. or right, left, right. Uh, uh, numbers right. go from what to what? Uh, the numbers go from one to ten. Okay, so let's uh, try one, two, seven. Which direction? As the, uh, to the right, one. Two to the left, seven. Or two. No, one to the left, seven. Oh, oh yeah. Right. So, so, le- so light, right, left, right. Yeah, all, uh, alternating. I really wanted to. I really wanted to make you do that again. Okay, so it clicks open and the safe springs open, and inside the wall, you find a clown nose and a giant bundle of rope. Yeah, uh, this would be sixty feet of rope. This would be at least sixty feet of rope. It's a lot of rope. Like most of the safe contents is just rope, and then sort of piled on the the tippy top at the center is a clown nose. Okay. Uh, going uh, going back to the actual room, is there uh, an obvious anchor point? Uh, not. Re- I mean, so, so I mean, like you haven't really tried to force the door open yet, but you might want to try the doorknob. Is uh, really the only thing that's sort of anchored, or the okay. safe itself, All right. which is part uh, of the wall. Uh, okay. So let's let's anchor it to the doorknob and then toss the uh, toss the rope down. All right. So. Operty, you bring me that nose, boy. Operty, you you a heap of rope kind of falls on your head. <laughs> uh, coming down. Ow. <laughs> Sorry, did, did you nose yet? Did you also toss down the nose? Uh, yeah, and okay. all right, oh. and and as soon as that like f- is it comes into view, uh, Drewbert, his eyes light up and he kind of starts smiling a little bit and he just he's looking all expectant like, <sighs> like it's Christmas morning. Okay, let's oh, calm it, down. All right, what do you it, got for me? Uh, and he he kind of like he's kind of, you know sort of uh, looking suspiciously at you. He reaches behind his back and he withdraws a giant skeleton key. He's like, all right, same time though, same time. I don't know you, man. Same time. All right, here we go. Very slowly. Very slowly. All right. Nope. All slower. Right, five. Slower. Four. Three. And he snatches two, the clown nose one, out of your uh, hand. Yeah. And <laughs> all right, you've got the you've got the skeleton key. Our business is done here, clown. <laughs> and he, he oh, he's skin, he's you? scampering off into his own little living space. He's long gone. You can you can hear right. little clown cackles. <laughs> I really climb up the rope as fast as I can. <laughs> All right. Uh, normally you would uh, want to make an athletics check, but we'll just give it to you for now. So you're back in the oh. room with everybody else with a skeleton key. Do not go in there. <laughs> I do the woo thing too. <laughs> wow! I go. I just invented that. Oh, he should have clown. <laughs> Copyright Operty 
some imaginary fantasy year. <laughs> Asa Purdy. All right. So uh, Finn uh, escorts uh, O'Purdy over to the uh, over to the door and be like, mm-hmm. uh, "Have at her." Okay. All right. Who's ready to see daylight? <laughs> <laughs> the movie with <laughs> the movie with Sylvester Stallone Sylvester hasn't Stallone. been invented yet. <laughs> this is happening. Or uh, open the store. All right, so in the past, so the skeleton key fits neatly into the door and it clicks open. And uh, Clade is leaning against the opposite wall, and he's like, oh, "Not bad, not bad. That didn't take you too long, I suppose." And he's like scribbling on his check pad or his uh, clipboard a little bit, and he says, "All right, I suppose you're uh, you're capable enough. Let's go." And he sets off down the hallway again. That was right. it, right? We're done. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, nope. That wasn't it. That was it. That was not. That was. That was. We beat up a clown, and he's he's, (laughs) and he he stops, and he turns around. What do you mean a clown? Oh, a couch. The couch. You you beat up the couch. Yeah, and you also have wall clowns. Like you might need to look into that. I don't know. (laughs) He's he's slowly getting more confused, and he's walking back to the room now. Wall clowns. Hang on. And so he goes in the room. And he's looking around, and he's investigating, and he peers down the shaft, and he's looking at you kind of worriedly, but eventually he comes back out, and he's like, never mind, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this later. You, you, here, and he gives you a little comment card, and he says, write, write that down. I'm going to look into this later. All right, who's Clowns. Uh, he, he gives it to uh, Thulga. Write that down. I'm going to look into it later. Yeah, just sure my character's illiterate. I just realized that. Literally. <laughs> this could be a setback. Sorry to point that out. <laughs> this, no, this could either be a setback or amazing. It's a, I this, did not receive proper schooling, so I'm it not, makes sense. I'm not well, super sure reading. there's a lot of yeah, reading exactly. in this campaign, but there might be now. So he's setting off down the hallway again. Then He, he looks back over his shoulder. You, are you coming? You can stay in the room if you want with the with the wall clowns or whatever. Yeah, I think I'm done with the wall clowns. Yeah, I'm gonna walk down. Uh, I'm gonna uh, start to fill in this comment card and realize that I don't have a pen. <laughs> oh, he oh he gave he gave you a pen. He had oh, okay. he's got a pocket protector in his business shirt and he he gave you a little ballpoint pen. Nerd. So. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna write down uh, clowns in wall. Shit, I yell nerd when I tell you to talk to the you, you yell nerd? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you're definitely gonna have to make another constitution save. What? No, I'm kidding. Alright, he, he just, he's he's so... No, this time I use acrobatics to prepare Acrob- it, to dodge it. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm watching his tricks. <laughs> Alright, you wanna make a dexterity save? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, let's do it. Fingers crossed. All right, the, ooh, that's a 14. What's your modifier? I believe it was uh, plus four. All right, so he kind of stops, looks back at you, and then he he gets a little bit confused when you don't fly backwards. And he says, you might be doing better than I thought. Hey, right. Aren't I'm, we I'm, all? I'm rather looking forward to this. Let's go. And once for the third time, he tries to start down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Clade with an E. Where's your uh, suggestion box? My suggest oh, just j- just give it here. I'll just yeah. put I'll, I'll put it under. Uh, he just kind of attaches it to his clipboard. He is the suggestion and he, and he says, box. Clowns in <laughs> walls. That's uh, just what. Oh, God, this job. All right, let's go. 
He right. finds some inner peace, man. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks back and he says, yeah, I better talk to that couch man. <laughs> Alright, so you guys follow him down a hallway. There is now this red stone. It's not brick. It's all. It seems to have been carved all of a piece. It's this round room with a central column sort of hewn out of the center. And around the wall are a bunch of little round carvings that look like sort of sockets or handholds. Um, and one of them has a gleaming white gem inserted into it. And under that is a shimmering white portal. You can't see what's through the portal. It's sort of wavy, kind of like Stargate. And it's shimmering and waving, and he says, you're going to go through there, and he points up. And at the top of the column is this great milky white orb, and you can see a humanoid figure in it. And he says, and he's going to get what you find on the other side. Like I said, you'll know it when you see it. Do we have to? Yes, you do. It's your Just Okay DM, Brian. I just wanted to throw in some thank yous in case you made it all the way to the end. Our intro and outro music is provided royalty-free by Eric Skiff of ericskiff.com, and it is amazing. That's E-R-I-C-S-K-I-F-F dot com. I also want to thank my wife, Beth, for giving this episode a grade of listenable, so if you disagree and hated it, talk to her over at the Rhymes with Nerdy podcast network. Uh, speaking of Rhymes with Nerdy, the party you just listened to all hail from the Can We Just Be Friends Facebook group, a weird place that grew kind of in spite of their podcast, also named Can We Just Be Friends. Finally, whether or not you like this show, if you like D&D and podcasts at all, and you haven't listened to The Adventure Zone, then you really, really, really need to. I definitely wouldn't be doing this without those good, good boys leading the way. Okay, see you all next time when the party enters the White Portal. Bye.